Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast Special Edition Series where I go over every team's off-season preview and predictions. This is going to be the 14th of 32 shows, and this is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. Again, we do free agents to be, team needs, franchise tag candidate, trade candidate, release candidate, extension candidate, best draft fit, free agent fit, and a bold prediction for every team, and a lot more. And again, this is the Indianapolis Colts' episode. Okay, so notable free agents to be. Michael Pittman Jr., Isaiah McKenzie, Gardner Minshew, Zach Moss, Grover Stort, Julian Blackman, Kenny Moore, Rigoberto Sanchez. So not that many free agents to be on the roster. Um, team needs wide receiver, defensive tackle, guard, safety, and corner. All right, so franchise tag candidate, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. This was an easy one. Um, he's been on the Colts for a while now. Um, Second-round pick, sometimes isn't really healthy. But he is certainly a candidate to get the franchise tag. I do not see them placing it on Grover Stewart or Julian Blackman. It just makes the most sense to put it on Michael Pittman. Um, trade candidates, Sam Ellinger. Um, backup quarterback. Um, I could just see somebody trading like a seventh-round pick for Sam Ellinger. Um, you could have talked me into Mo Alley Cox or even Kylan Granson, one of the tight ends on the Colts, but again, Mo Alley Cox, um, or not Mo Alley Cox, um, like I said, he, I think, could be a trade candidate, but Sam Ellinger, yet another backup quarterback I have as a trade candidate. Release candidate, um, Ryan Kelly. Um, Ryan Kelly's been on the Colts for a long time. He's been their longtime starting center. He is 30 years old. Um, he got paid um, in 2020, four for 50. So this is going to be his last year of his deal. So I could see... Them cutting him and move on. But I also could see him being, if he plays well this season, a franchise tag candidate for 2025. Um, I think DeForest Buckner's another sneaky, he might get cut candidate on this team, but I just don't see them doing that because of the draft capital they gave up for when they did it. Um... I don't see it being Quentin Nelson. He's a rock on that offensive line. Um, but yeah, those are the only ones that jump out to me as I go, they, that player might get cut. Maybe Matt Gay, the kicker. That's the other one I could see being cut. Or maybe um, Samson Ubcam or Zaire Franklin, maybe. But yeah, my pick for most likely to get cut on this team is Ryan Kelly, the center. Um, extension candidate, um, Quiddy Pay, first round pick from 2021, um, he is somebody that, um, 
is a big part of their pass rush. Eight sacks this past season, two forced fumbles. So he was actually pretty good. And he was good in 22 as well and his rookie year. He's gotten better every year. And I could see them paying Quiddy Pay. That'd be funny. Uh, pay, he gets paid. <laughs> That's just a fun. Maybe Will Fry's the right guard. I just don't see that. Um, but yeah, to me, the easy that player is going to get extended candidate is Quiddy Pay. I don't see it being a Deo on the Gimbo. Maybe Pittman if they um, uh, franchise tag him and then extend them. So that's something to watch as well. All right. Um, best draft fit. Um, Cloyd McKinstry. Um, they need some upgrades in their secondary. Cloyd is a good player. I had a mock to the Colts in the first mock. Um, and Terion Arnold, his former teammate, is also a decent fit there, as well so as Cooper DeJean. If you look at receivers, um, Keon Coleman, um, out of Florida State, um, maybe a Donnie Mitchell out of Texas, Troy Franklin, maybe one of those awesome guys drops, like Romo Dunze, who I had going there in my second mock, which would have been outstanding. Nate Wiggins could be a fit. With Indy as well. In terms of potential second round guys. TJ Tampa. Tyler Newbin. Jalen Polk out of Washington. Xavier Leggett out of South Carolina. Javion Cohen, the guard out of Miami. Brandon Rice out of USC. Caden Bullock out of USC. Xavier Worthy out of Texas. Cameron Kitchen, the safety out of Miami. Chris Jenkins out of Michigan, he could come in and replace um, uh, Grover Stewart. And even um, Byron Murphy's a good fit, or even the guy that I think would just fit the Texans super well, um, the kid out of Illinois that I think the Texans may draft. Um, he would be an excellent fit. On Indy as well. Um, Jerzen Newton. There we go. That's his name. All right. Um, free agent fit. Um, Kendall Fuller. Um, again, another corner. Um, obviously started with Washington. Got traded to Kansas City. Signed with Washington as a free agent. Now he's a free agent again. Um, he is still pretty young. If I'm not mistaken. On... Bleacher Report's top 150, he was 15th. He was awesome this past season. Um, 49 receptions allowed, 2 picks, 65 solo tackles. He was good in 22. He was really good in 21. So that would just be a really good free agent fit. He's only 29 years old. So that's a really... Um, Interesting free agent fit for the Colts. Um, 
Leonard Williams would also fit. Hollywood Brown, um, Bryce Huff, DJ Reader, Kyle Duggar, Carmen, Cameron Cool. Um, ironically enough, Calvin Ridley. Kevin Dotson would be a good fit from the Rams. Shadobi Awuzi, Robert Hunt, if the Dolphins were to go that route and um, let him walk. Daniil Hunter, maybe, if the Vikes don't franchise tag him. Um, Kevin Zeitler would be a good fit. Um, Steven Nelson, I think, would be an excellent fit. Um, say if the Colts were to cut Ryan Kelly, Connor Williams would be an outstanding fit. Um, Jonathan Grenard of the Texans, I feel like, would be a decent fit if they, as an indie, um, got rid of um, Samson Ubeckham. And they could use an upgrade to that position as well. So um, that's another one. All right, so bold prediction for the Indianapolis Colts. It's fine to have Kendall Fuller as a good fit. I think they're going to sign the other Washington or soon-to-be former Washington commander defensive back. Carmen Cool, 4 for 60. I like the fit. Um, good safety. I just think he's fallen under the radar. They haven't needed the position. Washington might franchise tag um, Fuller instead of Curl. So um, Curl makes sense to the Colts and was awesome last season. He took a step back this past season, though, and 2021 he was okay, too. So um, um, Cameron Curl... I have going to Indy, four-year deal, and then he's going to get another free agent deal again when he's 28. So I think he's going to land the four-year deal. And I think the Colts are going to be the team that signs um, Cameron Coral. All right, so some potential futures with Indy. Um, comeback player of the year, Anthony Richardson comes to mind. But there's an obvious winner for that, and that's probably going to be Joe Burrow. I mean, people are going to talk themselves into Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones or, like, one of these long shots because everyone, their mother, thought DeMar Hamlin was going to win it but ended up being Joe Flacco. Um, so, Anthony Richardson, comeback player of the year, I think has to be mentioned. Jonathan Taylor, offensive player of the year, now that the drama with him and the Colts is in the past. And he was awesome this past year, I could see. Him being in play for offensive player of the year, that would be like maybe 20-something to one. And I wonder what Richardson for comeback would be. Probably like 40 to one. He would be one of the longer shots on the board. Shane Steichen will probably be up there for coach of the year again. He'll probably be like 18 to one or something like that. We talked about potential AFC South odds on the Texans show. I think the Colts are going to be in that like four to one range to win the division. If it's anything over 5 to 1, I'd take a chance. I think plus 430 sounds right for Indy, plus 425, something in that ballpark. Um, win total, I feel like it's good. It, it has all the makings of being 8 or 8.5. I feel like it's going to be 8. Because the Colts feel like a team that might go 8 and 9, and that division's going to be better. With You think the Jaguars are going to be better. Although they might lose some guys. Um, the Texans are going to be better year two with Stroud. 
Um, the Titans are going to be awful, as we know. So maybe the Colts' win total is going to be eight and a half, based on the the Titans being a potential front runner for worst team in the league. So I do think that Indy's win total is going to be eight or eight and a half. Um, I don't know what direction I would lean yet, but they're another team that could be the twenty twenty three Giants. Really good coach. Um, they got a lot out of the team. And and then the second year, the team takes a big step back. But the difference is that they have their quarterback coming back from injury rather than Gardner Minshew, who, um, in theory, if he were to be their starter again, take a step back. There's a lot of candidates that could be the 2023 Giants. I know the Colts are one of them. The Texans are one of them. Detroit could be one of them. We're going to get to one in a couple more shows that's an another obvious one that made the playoffs last year or last season. So um there's some interesting uh Colts uh, um odds potential and then say if they were to draft Cooley McKinstry, I wonder what his odds for defensive rookie of the year would be because he would be getting a lot of playing time on that team. So I would look at that as well. So, there you have it for the Indianapolis Colts. Next up, we're going to stick in the AFC South and do one of the more interesting teams out there this offseason. A team that's looking to bounce back from a disappointing finish to what ended up being a disappointing season, the Jacksonville Jaguars.